0: Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou, and on today's episode we have a special guest,
1: Lou's Cat Zipper. Zipper. Oh, what's up, Zip? It's good work staring right into the camera. It's well chained. Can we get a what's up from Zip?
0: No, but on today's episode, we are going to get into mostly Q&A. That's going to be uh, the majority of this episode. Jason got some questions from Instagram and Twitter. We're going to chat about those here in a second. But I think we've got to give Tyler a minute to defend himself on uh, some MPJ slander that he walked into this morning. Uh, Lou and I asked Tyler a question about, uh, well, I asked Tyler a question. It was definitely me bringing the MPJ slander this morning. Lou is just here to give the numbers but Michael Porter Jr. signed a max deal five years, $207 million. And I asked Tyler if he thought he deserved that money. And And I went off. Tyler, we'll let, we'll let you give your thoughts on why Michael Porter Jr. deserves $207 million.
1: So it's, it's really actually only 175 guaranteed with like some kickers. I think if you make all pro, yeah, all NBA, a couple things, what have you. Yeah, that. If you've, if this is your first time ever listening to this podcast, I have been long on Michael Porter Jr., very long on Michael Porter since the day. Well, I was following him at Missouri, broke his back. We had some Vayner convos, combos with him. Then he goes Nuggets. I was a huge Mellow fan. So I've I, I got the soft spot for the Nuggets. And AI went there a whole nine, Birdman. And the dude is, first off, young, very, very young still. He's played two seasons. He's been in the League 3, which that first year is better than being in college, just being healthy and getting trained. So I think he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear in his body. I think he's a perfect person to give a max deal to, and I think he's going to surprise everyone that is still down on him because most people have turned the corner from calling him a bum-bum. You saw his playoff performances last season. Obviously, the bubble mattered for him, but it's going to play out. I'm either gonna be the dopiest dope that ever was a dope, or I'm gonna look great. Now I will say his card, his base popped fifty one hundred, almost fifty two hundred, looking like a closing on auction at hundred thirty bucks. High was around I think it got up to like four fifty at one point. Um, but I'm still in the market for that purple MPJ at the right price i, as a as a nugget supporter, I think it's a fantastic deal. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be a stud.
2: I think if there's anyone you want to give a three year uh, a five year max extension to, it's a guy who missed his entire rookie season and
0: has had a history of injuries has a history
2: of injuries. But I am also pro this contract, as I said earlier. I will not be the guy who goes down as the anti-Michael Porter Jr. guy. I don't have a position, and that's it.
1: History. Let's talk about these history of injuries, please. Name them. Welcome to Card Talk,
2: where we're talking about Michael Porter Jr.'s back for the fifteenth week in a row.
0: Like his whole family's history, like they're always (laughs) injured, or
2: like no, 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 like like his injuries.
0: I'm totally joking with
2: you. I like I like Teraz.
0: Didn't he play like two games? Two games in like three years.
1: Like, because he missed his whole...
0: Like, he only played half of a game in so college. So, he was
1: the number one recruit out of high school. He goes to Missouri, plays one game, and he... Half a game. Okay, half and he game. fucks up his back in 2018. Great year. We're at the end of 2021, right? So, my he man's coming off spinal an injury. had surgery three years ago and hasn't spinal, hurt himself You want to give a dude $207 and ha- million dollars Three years spinals. ago. Three years ago. Have you ever heard of modern-day medicine? Tiger he Woods looked- won a major after getting spinal fusion surgery at the age of like 40s
0: so now we're comparing tiger woods to michael porter jr very similar
1: people tear their achilles come back in like a week michael porter jr hurt his back precautionary because he knew he was going to be making probably 500 million dollars in his career shut down his college career got the spine surgery got drafted fortunately by a team that was good enough to say don't play for 18 months we'll see how it plays out see how it plays out obviously i'm passionate about it ryan I I, can't. That's my guy. That's
0: my guy. I I think I just like giving you more crap than I actually do. You know, (laughs) I'll dislike Michael Porter Jr. I'm
2: surprised to know that he averaged 20 and seven last year. I'll say that. I didn't know
1: that. That's a lot. The man has. That's more than I thought. Arguably this for a tall homie. You haven't seen a homie come in the league since KD with his game.
2: Michael Porter Jr. is Kevin Durant. That's
1: Tyler Schmidt. That's Jay. Jay, that's Jay. And he heals like Tiger Woods. (laughs) That's the clip. (laughs) Put it up. All right, let's get into some questions. Enough Michael Porter Jr. slander. He's probably going to be announced with a broken back tomorrow or something. All right.
0: So we got a bunch of them, starting with some of the IG ones. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. This is from Machado Cards with a Z805. So, what are some mistakes y'all made in the hobby that maybe could help us newbies?
1: I saw this before and I've been thinking about it because it's also kind of happened to me in NFTs a little bit. I think that time in the market versus timing the market, time in the market versus timing the market. Consistency, Ryan, we've talked about it on this show so many times, staying in the game, compounding those dollars, making buys and sales, staying in the game, staying on the pulse, continuing to trade. Rather than acquire, acquire, sit, do different things, just I think brings a lot more value. And at times, I've done that where six weeks I'll go without doing anything because I'm like, I'm oh, watching the market. I'm not sure, you know, I like where I'm at. Or you get into something, it dips a little bit, you don't know what to do. I think make having the muscle of staying in it, staying active in the trading market is something that I think is very important it happened with me with nfts too i was in it did a lot boom 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 then i was like okay sold off some stuff i made a little profit on and i sat back and over the last five weeks three weeks in nft stuff these these waves keep kind of happening and unless you're in it and active then all of a sudden you become slow to the trigger and so that's what i would say that's a good one lou any thoughts
2: you know, whenever we do Q and A's, we always get this question and I always end up lightering back to like, just the biggest mistake I made was like, not just making more mistakes, mm. but I think something specific, I wish I would have made an effort to dive into things I didn't understand more. So like that's uh soccer uh, F1 earlier. UFC, I kind of knew and I kind of did from the beginning, but like that kind of stuff, like things I don't necessarily know them that much about, I kind of disregarded just because it's like, yeah, I don't know this. I, I'm not going to bother. But I just miss out on so many opportunities when things like that happen. So I'm trying to keep that in mind going forward for if, like, you know, I don't know if we're going to talk about Metazoo on this show. I don't know what the deal is mm-hmm. with Metazoo. Like that kind of thing is something that I know nothing about. And typically I'd be like, meh, like whatever. See you later. And I'm trying to uh, unlearn that. From myself so i can try to make
1: better decisions going forward before ryan goes i have kind of an opposite one that i think lou and i have suffered from and i think ryan does very well which is trust your conviction the second you have it even if it turns out to be an l you're going to be much happier there's so many instances where even on this show we've talked about something we've said we boom we're aware of it whether it was you were lou early days f1 Pokemon was happening. Some hoop players and PJ. I love them. Like if you believe it, you gotta taste the water. Don't just sit back and say because then when it happens, it's the worst feeling. Mm -hmm. I I knew it and didn't do it. Or if you take a slight L on it, cool. At least you are betting on your own beliefs. There's so much noise. Double down on your conviction more.
2: Yeah. What's that? Uh, what's that? Hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Kind of like that.
0: That would actually be tie one of my. Kind of my, I got two of them. They're going to kind of play off what you said. but That would be one of them is like when you believe in something, go go in on it, right? Like don't just buy one or like, eh, I, I believe in this. I'm not going to buy one. Like I remember talking about like I thought I thought uh, Tatis was going to be a stud, right? I'm like, this is going to be good. Never bought anything of him. Like never did anything. I was like, I think these F1 Sapphire boxes could be good. Never buy one. They're like 1700 or, you know, I bought two of them. Then they go way, way, way up. So it's just like, there's a lot of opportunity here. When you see something, you're like, I think this is going to be good. Maybe I should get in on this. And then you buy like one or two and you're like, then they go up 10x and you're like, oh man, I probably should have bought 50 of these. So when you believe in something, go all in on it. But then the other one would be like, Ty, I think that's a good thing is, like you said about like transacting, trying to maximize your money on every deal can be a tricky situation because you're going to get stuck holding the bag on a lot of things. And just transacting, even if you're only making, you know, and I say, you know, only like it's a little amount of money, but five or 10% on every transaction. If you're transacting a couple times a week over a period of time, that compound effect, like, you'd make a ton more money. You'd have a ton more cards. You'd be able to build a collection in a shorter period of time, just transacting on smaller margins than hoping you save something for six months or a year or two years. And it goes up 25, 35, 40%. You're able to really make that money if you're able to you know, transact on a daily, weekly, bi-weekly basis. Um, I just believe in that so much more that that's something I didn't do as much early on as I was like, you know what? This guy's going to be good. I'm going to save this until he is good. Mm-hmm. But if I would have made my 5% and moved on, I could have put that money into something else, made 5%. You know, just just the transacting part of it, I, I think, is a, is a better strategy than trying to save and always time the market perfectly and always hit peak because that's just never going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think you take a lot, a lot, a lot away from... Uh, interacting with customers and consumers like that 5% margin is actually going to lead to an additional four or 5% based on your knowledge later down the road. And I think that that starts to compound, build your consumer base, build your network, more insights. What are consumers looking for? It, It then leads to further conviction in certain things down the road, I believe. Agreed. I got one. All right. What you got?
2: Tehan cards. Uh, On Instagram, how would you rate this year's rookie quarterback class against last year's? So you're talking Burrow, Herbert, and I don't know the third. Hurts, I guess, right?
0: Tua, Love, Eason. Tua, Love,
2: I guess Eason. I guess you could say that. Versus, it's also very early. We've played only
0: very few games here in the NFL season. But Trevor. I think the big thing is, is that this is early. And when you're drafted as high as some of these guys are, your teams are not good. You're drafted there for a reason, right? You're meant to mm-hmm. change the franchise. You know, Peyton Manning didn't win a lot of games his rookie year. What, he went two, three games? It wasn't a lot. Set the, didn't he set the record for rookie interceptions?
2: He still has the record, I think.
0: He still has the record. Now, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence are, and Mac Jones at this point, are going try to try to beat that. But yeah, I just, they're not, I'm not expecting them to win many games early on. I, I saw, I was looking the other day, like Josh Allen's first year in the league. They won six games. Baker Mayfield's rookie in the First year in the league, they won seven games.
1: Like just recent quarterbacks. Six and seven games, though, I, I don't see any of these rookie quarterbacks this year getting six or seven wins. Do you? And now you're we have Zach Jones or yeah, we have uh Zach Wilson. You've got your boy. So you might be a little biased, but I don't foresee any of these dudes leading to six victories.
0: I think th- I think so. I think Field Jones? Fields, Mac Jones, and Trevor Lawrence all have a shot.
1: I don't think Fields. You is think play. so? I was on this podcast last week talking about Zach Fields is going to have the er, brothers. i keep not saying everybody's Zach.
0: names, not Zach.
1: I know, but Fields. I thought he. I mean, they're lying. Think, state. Chicago is just a mess. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, yeah, it's going to be close. I think they're going to win four to seven games. So, I mean, the odds are probably not in my favor to take that bet at this point. I don't. I don't know if Trey Lance is going to get enough. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to start enough so games good. to win six games.
1: Yeah,
0: Zach Wilson. I'm sorry, Zach Wilson's not winning six games. It's not happening. No change because of the Jets. Yeah, because the Jets stink.
1: Uh huh. I
0: like Lawrence a lot, just talent wise. I'm not sure. Yeah,
1: it's it's just very interesting. I just feel like everyone goes to die in Jacksonville, like, and New York. That was so, <laughs> so that, that was, was a given. But York. like, I was in the shower this morning. I'm like, damn. Are the Jags ever going to be a relevant franchise?
2: Who was their quarterback when they were good that one time, like 10 years ago? Mike Bortles? Ten years ago. No, no, no. Pre-Bortles. It oh, was, uh, no, it was before him, too. They had a quarterback D- that David I really... Garrard? Yes, that's who it was. I used to love that dude.
1: <laughs> well, they have, what's his name? Uh, MJD, right? Who was nasty. MJD was true. nasty.
2: Yeah, and they just traded their first round pick last year
1: for a third round pick this year. So I, my take on the quarterbacks last year versus this year, I don't, I believe that Burrow and Herbert are in a class of their own comparatively. How reps. many
0: games did Burrow win last year?
1: Uh, not many. I, I, I don't just, know that number off the top of my we're head. Three weeks into his this, ACL.
0: We're three weeks into the season. Yeah. And some of these guys are going to tear their ACL with the same line that the Joe Burrow had. It was terrible. Yeah, Look at Fields' yeah. line. He got sacked nine times. I'm just saying we can't make this argument three weeks into the season that Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, there's five quarterbacks in the top 15. I'm definitely taking any of those dudes over Tua, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love, or Eason. Any of those guys. Those guys stink. I'm That's not big true. on any of those dudes. That's definitely true. Uh,
1: so Jordan Love stinks.
0: Uh, yeah, we don't know that yet. Yeah, that's a, we don't know a that hot yet. take, right? <laughs> we don't know uh, that yet. That's a little <laughs> assumptuous. Just <laughs> something I heard, in my ear. We don't but, know that yet. Okay, Easton stinks. I'm not Herbert. a big fan of Tua. I think he's Herbert. injury prone. Uh, yeah, Herbert's great. Herbert's good. I'm not not arguing that. And I think Burrow's good if they get a little bit of a little bit of line protection. But I think I actually saw the Steelers have like the NFL record for like sacks in a game in like in a row, like continuous, like every game with the last one sack. Didn't get one this week against Burrow. Oh, really? And that line stinks. The Bengals are good. I just think
1: he's a gamer.
0: Bengals just, are good. That's the
1: Bengals are a good team. Never I, mean, are are hear that. I will say I did bet them money line because I was convicted that, and I looked at it this way. Big Ben, you got to shut it down.
2: Bad. Yeah, that guy's got to get like, bad. You got to
1: shut it down. I mean, just. I mean, Burrow can't win that game. I mean. He's had a the great Bengals career. Bengals should shut it down, too. The Steelers are going to have a bad year. Bad year. Agreed. Aligned. Unless they get r- done with Ben, start it over. Yep. Because he is. It's time to see what River. your
0: succession plan is. It's either Haskins, Mason Rudolph. Well, it's not Mason Rudolph. It's either Haskins
1: or it's next year. It's, it's time not to start fig- either,
0: bro. To, it, 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 pro- it probably isn't. But it's time to figure it out because yeah, it's not right. Ben.
1: You're right. But they, on, you know, I just started watching these like ESPN shows again. I got TV hooked up. I throw it up on in the morning. They love the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Media just loves the Steelers. Well, I mean, I'm that's like, how, how it goes. Bro.
2: It's the Cowboys and the Steelers every week uh, in the primetime games. Every week. Yeah. Smaller Ben
1: is officially smaller Ben. Next um, Q, you want me to fire one up?
2: Wait, can I ask you a quick question? This, I was talking to my dad about this. Because we were fighting about Zach Wilson on Sunday, because we were just in pain. Um, mm-hmm. If they didn't take a, if the Jets didn't take a quarterback this year, right? Oh, sorry, that's not the right question. If Zach stayed in college, right, and he was playing in college right now, is he the consensus number one pick right now?
0: In college football, Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know who else would be up there at the moment.
2: Matt Coral, Corral, yeah, kid, Howell, Howell, Rattler, Ritter. That's who I mean it be.
0: depends what he does, right? Like look at Sean Wade from Ohio State. Think about yeah.
2: how good BYU's been.
0: Yeah, I just Let's I think go he, with Sean Wade. I'm just yeah, so think about this, right? Sean Wade chose to come back his senior year, right? If he goes in uh, junior year, he's a top 15 pick. Dude comes back to senior to for senior year of school and goes in what the sixth round? Right? You just don't know, right? It's it's hard to argue if somebody was the number two pick in the draft. Is he by far the best quarterback available of all? Of those I don't players?
1: know. It's tough. I think he it should have came out when he came out.
0: Yeah, it's probably great. agreed. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We're talking about rookie QBs because I'm interested in your guys' opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Let's take the ten guys. To top, rank. Give me the top six guys from the last two years you would want to be your quarterback on your team right now. That's a one hard. through six. Hang on.
1: Hang on a second. Okay. So. What are we got, we doing? Fir- so- so think. first, first I'm taking Herbert. Herbert's, then I'm taking Burrow.
0: Then Burrow, right? Then who? What then year? I'm we're doing bro- the last two years only. Last two years. So yep. Jordan Love, Eason, Tua, Hurts, Mac Jones, Trey yeah. Lance, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Yeah, it's Herbert, Burrow, Trevor.
1: I'm still taking
2: Zach. Then I'd probably go Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Then I'd go to
1: Herbert. Burrow, Trevor, Trey Lance, Fields, Zach. Notice
0: how only two of the guys at the top are 2020. No one else in on that list you want on your
1: list. Yeah, no, 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 no. Two is too banged up at this point. He's done. Interesting.
0: All right, Ty, you got one?
1: He's done. Uh, let's see. I do have one. What do you make of platforms like Loop and whatnot? I am beyond
0: intrigued.
2: I have not used Whatnot at all, so I I can't speak on that. But I know Loop I use. I have used fairly regularly.
1: Yeah, I don't use either of them because I haven't because I don't know why. I just don't have personally too much interest in doing like live selling.
0: Ty, you know what this is? You know what it is to me? Mm Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you said probably 30 episodes ago about what MGM and these mm-hmm. casinos would do. These apps did it first.
1: Correct. And I think they're going to have healthy like, futures ahead. I think there will be consolidation in the space. I do think that live stream commerce is coming in huge and already very big, will only continue to be bigger. Um, And I think that being on that platform is very beneficial for whether you've been in the game for a minute. Like, I think you can build a big just community and business on those platforms. Agreed. So I'm a fan of them. I personally have not. Reason being is time, energy, effort to do so takes a lot. And it's just not where I can place my time right now.
0: It is definitely... Going to happen for us in the near future, where we get on there and sell and run sales. Um, we've run some Instagram live sales before, and they've been a hit. Um, I just think that the the things uh, again, I've had conversations with both apps and the things they can do on the back end, the things you can do during the live, it is they are very, very well put together. Um, I've never tried either of them personally, but I'm very, very excited to uh, just start using them and and just see what they're about. This is an interesting one. I think it's kind of one sided, but I'll let, I think we can discuss this. This is from uh, my guy Joe's underscore card underscore Shack on IG. It says, with the Fanatics announcement, do you guys see the price of wax going down?
1: Of current wax or future wax? I think those are two. Just says
0: the price of wax going down. No.
1: I don't. I don't see over, if you want to say the next five years, generally speaking, in demand wax. I think continues to go up. Lou,
2: you
0: were very, very quick to that. Yeah,
2: because I don't
1: I I don't know of a business I don't know of
2: many businesses that when you can when you start to charge X number and you're selling out every single time, why you would go down. If they weren't selling out it'd be one thing. Like if there was product laying around, if the Panini app you could log on and get whatever you wanted whenever you wanted, that'd be one thing. But everything sells out in two seconds, they had to change the format to make it a Dutch auction so that they could like maximize their profits because they can. So like, I don't foresee a situation where, you know, Prism's 120 a box.
0: But let me ask you this, because I think this this question could be expanded on a little bit more, because this is this is kind of the million dollar question. Uh, there's really two sides to this. Five years from now, right? Fanatics makes all basketball, all uh, football and all MLB cards, right? Just uh, this is just an assumption, right? Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. can play out. Five years from now, they're making all of those products. What happens to the current, current now? What happens to twenty twenty one basketball or twenty twenty three NBA NT with Lamelo or with Lonnie or uh, LeBron James Jr.?
2: I don't think um, it's possible to know what card prices I'm... for this year look in five years because it's ba- because it's based sealed on performance, wax. sealed wax because it's still based on performance. If Lamello is not very good, then it's not going to matter.
0: Okay, eighteen nineteen prism
1: higher. I look at it like this: at a year end, you know, if a product's been made and in the market, the supply is now fixed. As time goes by, demand will continue to happen. Gambling culture is more acceptable than ever. There is more money in the system than ever. Loop, whatnot. There is more ways of opening sedwax, more channels that this is happening. You know, there will there be products that go down 1 million percent. Will the index of sealed wax rise? I believe it will based on those factors alone. Yeah, I agree. Like if you could index, you know, the top 50 products in wax and invest in that in the next five years, I believe that goes up. Thousand percent.
2: Yeah, general rule of thumb, I feel like it's a pretty good idea if you could buy 2018, 2019, 2020 wax right now of pretty much anything, which might be a hot take, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Again, Lou, your point is obviously well taken, right? If LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards stink, I'm not saying NT basketball is going to skyrocket forever, but there are other things in these products now that make them desirable, right? Absolute has kabooms, right? Look what that stuff sells for. So I think there's other, like Prism, right? Because people are like, hey, is Prism going to be good if Trevor Lawrence sucks? Well, yeah, because somebody wants a second year Justin Herbert gold and somebody wants a Brady... Prism Gold, because those are $50,000 cards now, right? Because there's other things in the products that carry them. But I also think that, like Tyler said, with the gambling culture, the fact that you could get in a box break for under $100 and hit something worth five, six figures is intriguing to a lot of people. A lot of people are very interested in that. And I don't see that going anywhere. So, as long as there are still cards that are selling for millions of dollars and breaking records, there's always going to be that next card that's going to sell for that. Like, if you don't think Trevor Lawrence National Treasures patch autos are coming out of the gate at 25K, even if my guys got zero wins, I think you got another thing coming because that Do you is, think 25 is
2: where it's going off the rip.
0: The first Justin Herbert last year, I think, sold for 38,000. Huh.
1: Herbert could not be me. Herbert's a Herbert. Herbert's a player, man.
0: I mean, Lou Zach Wilson downtown. The first sale was two thousand dollars.
2: <laughs> yeah, and globally, we agree that it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's not yeah, a I, single person who's
0: like, "That's fire! Great buy." Yeah.
2: Down to six fifty. Like Jason said, they're do down the to six fifty. Yikes!
0: <laughs> Maybe Zach Wilson and T's
1: will what be the that Jets price. will do.
2: Oh, um, this is a good question. Okay, John Bauer. Is? I don't know how to say the last name. Power, power Rice. Uh, what is one card you regret not pulling the trigger on and buying before the market got hot?
0: Tatis, Bowman, Chrome, Chiada.
1: Every single Cristiano, Ronaldo.
0: Pick one, one specifically.
1: His Mega Cracks. Now, it would have taken me some dollars to, to get there, but in general, I mean... Yeah, that
0: or a Shadowless Charizard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah the- Charizard. Um yeah these 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 pinnacle the, the Mount Rushmore stuff but for me it would be Cristiano Ronaldo mega cracks even in a 7 even in a 6 my other one would be Wayne Gretzky's you know Opeachy. like I just saw a 6 you know did a record high last week but it just the cycle keeps coming back the greats will be great
2: um I would probably pick the uh Lewis Hamilton Tops now. Mm. Mm. Those are available for like $10 a piece on Tops's website. And what are they doing now? PSA 10s, I think, do like $1,300. Mm. And they gem Ten pretty bucks. well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That F1, the, I, I think I'm going to think about the early days of F1 cards for like the rest of my life because those cards were sitting on Tops's website for $10. And like the Lewis Hamilton has a print run of 1900 Like that's insane.
0: I got a question for you. I think this is an intriguing one. It's from Gilly the Kid 23. Never heard of him. What is the current state of the card market? Or I'm sorry, what's the state of the current card market? Yeah, reworded.
2: Lou? Right? I think all is good. I'll open with that. All is definitely good. I think healthy. I was talking to... Oh, healthy. healthy. I was talking to someone last, last night and they were like, someone who was like uh, tangentially involved in cards and like they were buying stuff like a year ago and they kind of like just fell off. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, when are cards coming back? And he said that to me. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, if you're talking about like base basketball cards, that's one thing. But like overall, it feels like we've had like the healthy movement of prices that are always gonna happen. And now basketball, we finally got a break from basketball, and you could feel the heat on it again. Like it's 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 I think all is good. That that would be my perspective.
1: For me, it's maturing. I think that, you know, Mm -hmm. at the onset. There was just so many, oh, boom, boom, these spikes, this craziness. But if you just look across what eBay, our partner, has done with their product over the last say. two years, if you look at Rally, if you look at Loop, if you look at Alt, if you look at Whatnot, if you look at the Fanatics deal, it like it is, n- this isn't a, oh, that was a fun two years, this thing's over. This is a, we're kind of moving into a, a new kind of era, I might say. And whether people like that or don't like that, I think sports cards and trading cards and alternative investments in today's internet culture are cemented and here to stay. And I think that if, if you've been in the hobby much more than maybe I've even been in it from a trading right now, like there are opportunities abound. Rally alone eBay just your own conviction on you know Premier League and whatnot, you can make plays. So I hockey you, you know, going over to ESPN Disney deal, like I just think it's maturing. And if we're gonna say if there's freak out because the card that someone bought for a thousand that was selling for fifty is now selling for eighteen, if that means this is an unhealthy state of the market, well, there's other conversations to be had. That's, that's what I think. I think it's maturing and I think it's healthy.
0: Yeah. agreed. And, oh, Tyler, that would kind of be my sentiment is I think the markets in a, especially education wise, is just in a much more mature spot than it was when the peaks first started happening, right? When everything just ran up. I mean, there was a three month period. You didn't lose money. Everything we mm-hmm. bought turned to gold. But now I think the market's a lot more educated that hey maybe we don't want to spend five hundred dollars on a John Morant P- Prism draft picks rookie PSA ten that there's ten thousand of and the college stuff just doesn't hold as much long term right the Clyde Edwards Alaire Donres for sixty right I think those those cases become Ill, you know a little bit more or a little less extreme now we still got the two thousand dollars Zach Wilson downtown right but those things come down and they come down quick. So yeah, I think the, I think the market's in a good spot. I think there's a, like you said, there's a lot of opportunities, whether that, that, and that's the thing about cards. That's what makes this so fun is just, right. If you want to have a, uh, you know, there's so many things you can do in cards, right? Is it, you want to, you want to buy cards raw and grade them. You want to have a little store on loop or whatnot. You want to go to shows and go through dollar boxes. You want to be an investor in sealed product. Right. You're real big into the retail arbitrage. There's just so many different things you can do. uh, And I think that leads to uh, an overall healthy market aligned. Uh, This one's from Sooner Rabbit on Twitter. It says, where do you see alt sports prices like F1 and UFC go as second year sets come
1: out? Where do I see the prices of the second year or of the first year? I'm trying to think, how do we want to frame up this product or frame up this question? Second-year sets are going to come out. Those generally, I think, will be less uh, attractive in the resale. Are there F1 guys that will be coming up that are desirable, that are in a new product, that haven't been in the first one?
2: Potentially could have F2 cards. Okay.
1: Well, that's a different... It's not. F2 cards are in F1. No, I'm saying that's a different scenario. Like, F2 wasn't in... F the first F one product.
2: There's some F two guys in this set that are going to be in F one next year, and I think next year probably will have the same scenario.
1: And F two is what, like the like second division?
2: Leagues, yeah. There's also F three, which I learned.
1: And are there some prospects in there? There are. Yeah. Maybe sneaky. Yeah. Okay.
2: There's a guy who's an F two guy this year who's going to sign with Alpha. Who's um, he's going to be like really popular.
1: Uh, I think that generally speaking, the actual first products will maybe be a little bit more in demand because they're cemented as the product. I think that there will be some short-term arbitrage on these secondary products, but I I think the more that comes out, there's more supply if demand stays consistent, which it is growing in F1 and in cards in general. But yeah, I think that new products come out, cements the initial products more. There'll be some short term action on the new ones, but I think that largely people will be buying it, opening it for the action and not find too much.
2: Yeah. I also think it's like these speaking specifically at F1 and UFC, like these guys haven't signed a lot. Right. So like there's only so many autos out there. So like a second year, uh, Lando Norris auto is still going to be very, very valuable. So those new products will have
0: a lot of value in my opinion. And I think it helps. I think it helps solidify the first year totally. stuff even more.
2: Totally. Solidifies the original stuff. And I think because these are all so new and it's all the first time a lot of these guys are appearing, the second year still has a lot of value to me.
0: Great. All right. So I've got another one. Jake underscore sizer nine. When PSA is fully back, does SG still SGC still have a spot?
2: Yes. Let me ask you a question. If they brought back Express for a hundred dollars, what do you think? The price will be for their lowest economy submission.
0: Again, I think the million dollar question in this, I don't know if anybody knows, the million dollar question to me is, does PSA want to grade cards at $10 or $15 a card again? And I, I agree with Tyler.
2: What if it's $50? Because you're scaling it down, right? They have Super Express, is $300, is that right? What's regular
0: Express? Yes, $300 on that and $150 on Express.
2: Right. So if you scale it down to the next level below that, which I would imagine is going to be another level below that, how much is that going to be? 50? 75?
0: I think it's 75. I think $75 card. And then it how long do you think that takes? 6 months. If I had to guess.
2: Uh, we're speculating.
0: Sure. Seriously. Are you how many cards are you because you got to also think about this like it's going to have a max declared value. Mm-hmm. Right? Express is 2500. So at $75, what's your max declared value? $1000. Max declared value has always been kind of like a Floating, yeah. floating target. Understood. Aligned. All right. What are you, what are you sending in at $75 for six months?
2: Baseball prospects.
0: You, you would spend $75 for six months?
2: Mm-hmm. I still think that you were like that. Just, I don't want to completely discount the brand value of PSA. Cause like, I, it's a oh, big sure. factor. Do I think SGC's, sure. <clears throat> do I think SGC's sticking around whenever PSA decides to fully come back? A hundred percent.
0: In my arguments, not more. My argument's not more for SGC on this. It's more for like, what do you send in at seventy five dollars? I, I would definitely turn around time. It's got to be things you believe in for a year I'll from now. Not I'll say this: the cars that I sent
2: you for F one that I've been sitting on for a month, I would have sent in immediately at seventy five bucks and just waited for them to come back. Yep.
1: I don't know how much prices go lower for PSA from here.
2: They gotta have another level below this, bro. Like, have to.
1: What's cheapest right now?
2: One hundred and fifty.
1: Why do you need to go lower?
2: because there's gonna have they're definitely gonna have another level below this. They have super express express. They got to have something below express. Standard. Yeah, standard.
1: Normal, whatever. Maybe a 100 bucks. Maybe 80 bucks. Yeah, I said 75. But but like when I think about PSA, I think SGC and the the solidifying of the market underneath actually helps them.
2: Helps PSA. Because they're
1: Yeah, like they are the luxury brand. And I think that Going forward, are they going to be sitting twiddling their fingers with a lack of submissions? If they if it's 150 or 75, I'm not sure. I don't think it's or. I think it's and. If I'm PSA, I don't mind SGC like people sending all their base cards over there. I think you stay more luxury, you know, more premium. Um, maybe you go to 100, but I don't see a world where they are in a position that they need to drop it down because now when it comes to brand positioning market like I think about luxury goods and do they does PSA want to be in the business of grading every single lamello based prism
2: I don't think they have to be in the business of grading every single one I I definitely I definitely think there's going to be a level below what they have right now and that level will be the one that competes with whatever SGC does there's no way they're just going to allow they're not just going to give up that ground on for SGC there's no chance that's just not how business works bro
0: yeah, because then it's going to come down to do you want the pr- premium price the chance at the PSA 10, the ultimate like grade in 6 months yeah. or for a third of the cost and half of the time as you see. Right, which one makes more sense? Get it back quicker, flip it, make more transactions before the PSA comes back or wait for PSA and hope for the max value.
1: What if the 150 150- turns to a month i don't think it will i don't think the 150 is i mean the 150 is not far off from that now so uh, yeah i don't know i just i'm indifferent because i do think that there's a bit of brand positioning and i do think that you're as sgc gets more acceptable psa i think actually goes further ahead more luxurious of like you can charge more when there's more I SGC don't slabs with that. at a show Oh, when there's more SGC slabs at a show, I think the premium on a PSA ten is higher. It's pretty high right now, that's for sure. I think
2: that's all right. I just don't see them just so completely.
1: Yeah, I could see it, but even even seventy five bucks to fifteen is it's not fifteen. You know, f- $20. twenty like thirty what's bucks G C isn't it like thirty five? Yeah, so two two to one. Eh, I don't know. I'm not sure. From PSA. But I think the ultimate thing we got to keep in mind here
0: is like how much longer is PSA going to be behind? It doesn't sound like they're like super super close to being done, where they're going to come out and compete with SGC. Like SGC could continuously like build market share in this if PSA is
1: down for another year. Regular is complete. Economy is complete. Walkthrough is completed up to September twenty second. Super express through the twentieth. Express is done through the first of September. So like. They don't have a single card from economy up before September. Wait, wait, wait. One more time? On their service
0: level, complete through stuff. Tyler, we have orders from PSA, that from, from economy orders from last
1: year. Okay. So that in their breakdown, that must be under value, ultra modern, yeah. value, modern, value, vintage. So under their economy, which would, I guess, maybe value if you're doing bulk, I'm not sure how they break it down at all, but. It shows that for a regular submitter, economy, regular Express, Super Express walkthrough, the, la- the latest card that they have completed is September 1st Express.
0: Interesting.
2: They're definitely pretty caught up. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've been closed for a while. I'm sure they're, they've you know there's been some numbers released about how many cards they've graded. It's wild. Real quick, before we move on, will PSA offer an option below $150 before the end of the year? No. Yes.
2: No. Next year, I think next year they'll they'll, they'll yeah. have one. You and think yes,
0: right? Q four. Oh, yeah. Q four special.
2: Yeah. Wait. Let me ask a question. Is it like a permanent?
0: Yes, like it is back in uh, their service of their going lineup? forward in their current okay. arsenal. I'd be pumped about. I'd be
2: pumped if that happened.
0: I'm be not pumped. saying it'll be fifteen dollars. I'm right. saying will they offer something between seventy five and one and a quarter? But by the end of the year, I believe so.
1: SGC has made a lot of headway since we started this show. Agree? Don't agree. Facts. Facts.
0: Number one offender
2: of being anti-SGC, who has changed his mind.
1: Has PSA become more of a premium product since we started this show? Yes. Yes. I think that they risk going low, getting more inventory, taking more heat for being slow on the low stuff when they want to grade the bangers is is where my kind of head's at right now. It's not bad for PSA for SGC to be taking up that lower level because it validates their position as a higher end product. It's kind of my take. Interesting. And then you know, HGA and everything on down the line.
2: But this is a specific question, but I think it's a
1: larger conversation.
2: Is Kyler Murray a buy? That is from cardboard currency on Instagram. He is currently the favorite to win the MVP in the NFL. Currently, two and
0: one. They are. No, they haven't lost. So. They're three now. They haven't
1: really. I haven't watched them play enough. He's super exciting, super buttoned up. People call him dynamic. I would say he's a buy. I would say he's a buy and hold for years. So it's interesting because I would say, right
2: now, like my typical position would be that it's a it's a nothing. It's a hold, if it's anything. But it's hot. but I think he's so good, and I think they're really good, and I think that division's not that great.
0: Not that great. I think my Super Bowl picks in that division, they play this weekend, and they're both 3-0. The Seahawks are not great. Agreed. Aligned. The
2: Niners are not that great either, based on what Aligned.
1: I saw. I don't know. I think they might, the Niners aren't that bad.
2: They okay, played cool. 2-1. I'll take it. I'll they take were undefeated, but they're yeah, they lost the Rodgers. They should have that game. Two and oh. they're, they're, it, they're in a fine division. I think he's the best player Remind me, right?
1: who your NFC. Super Bowl pick is? The Brownies? Browns, Rams. Rams are legit. Rams are legit. The Stafford MVP pick look, looks good.
2: You know who kind of stinks, um, Ty, Ryan? Uh, who?
1: Like, actually stinks,
2: I think, is not great. Ryan Tannehill? The T-Mail? Chiefs are not great.
0: Oh, the Chiefs, geez, brother. Brother, the Chiefs, man. But, like, this...
1: The Titans win football games, and Ryan Tannehill is doing the, this thing.
2: T- the Titans are going to trounce the Jets this weekend.
1: They're going to be it's in the mix when a, it matters. A, down a the biblical
2: beatdown this weekend.
0: The, uh, I, I mentioned this last week that the Chiefs have holes in their armor, and they can be beaten. And Justin Herbert did just that. They are sketchy. Their defense stinks. They're sketchy. Clyde edwards cannot oh,
2: hold on the football. It cost it, me a fantasy but they, win.
1: They signed Josh Ah. Uh, there's a little bit of. There's a little bit of. Yeah, I got belly to I
2: got one of the worst trade offers of all time this morning from Jason.
1: So Josh Gordon will get three targets a game. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But
0: again, like, it goes back to my, my Kyler thing, right? It, like, he's the favorite to win MVP. I would love to know how many times in the last 10 years, the week three favorite to win MVP won the MVP. Sure. Totally. Right? I just like... There's a lot mm-hmm. of factors. Right? Like, mm-hmm. is anything of Kyler a buy? Not sure I would say that. Are there certain cards of Kyler that could be a buy if you... Think Kyler is going to win the MVP and is going to go to the Super Bowl? Sure, right. Like I was wrong on this a year ago talking about Josh Allen. I sat right at this desk and said, I don't know why the hell you buy Josh Allen if you're not expecting him to go to the Super Bowl. I should have bought Josh Allen. So hand up, I was definitely wrong on that. So I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, don't buy any Kyler Murray because if we go back a year ago, I would have definitely been wrong on that with Josh Allen.
2: Would you spend one thousand dollars on a silver? Select field level, PSA ten of Kyler Murray. No.
0: Okay. So I'm um, Jason put in the chat that I was zero three in fantasy. Just want to be clear, Jason. I have, I have turned to that guy that I didn't set my lineup.
2: I mean, that's that's uh, exactly. already.
1: I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same. Already boat, didn't right. set
0: my lineup. I had oh, T. Higgins guys. and Jarvis Landry at wide receiver, and none of them played.
1: Look, I'm in one fantasy league. It's there's no excuse.
0: It takes two but, minutes to set a lineup. You know what I mean? Just but, like respect. But in all it in, does, all, in like, all seriousness, like I shouldn't use that as an excuse because I set my lineup in our work league, and I'm zero and three in that league too.
2: Yeah. So, like, oh, interesting.
1: So about? you're so, just, just overall stink. A just fan. I mean, look, I'm zero and three, and my only. I mean, zero and three. I just care about. So I think
0: we're at the point now where just we trade everybody and just hope you can figure it out by the end of the year. Just trade the whole squad. The whole yeah, squad. I had So I have Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumbled two weeks ago, cost me the game. Josh Jacobs is hurt. He stinks. Dalvin, I mean, can't Out, do anything. Had A.J. Brown in, hero. gets pulls a hammy in the first series, stinks. I'm just... I had Cup and Stafford almost carry me to a win. Just
1: couldn't do it. They're good this year. I got to go, gang. This was fun.
0: All right. That's it. Sudden wrap. That's all we got.
1: All right, everybody. Peace, guys.